0: Welcome to today's study, Bible College Curriculum. Thank you for coming in here. I'm Fernando. Let's go ahead and pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. February the 3rd. Out of the Shadow by Kenneth Copeland. John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. Jesus came to take away sins. Do you realize what that means? It means that God through the blood of Jesus has so completely done away with the power of sin that you as a born again believer can live as if it never existed. You can step out from under its shadow once and for all. Understand now, stepping out from under sin's shadow doesn't guarantee living a sinless life, understand that. You still will stumble sometimes and fall into sin But you have a promise from God sworn in the blood of Jesus that says when you confess that that sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you of it and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You don't have to live under the shadow of that sin. Five seconds. If you have sense enough to repent and receive God's forgiveness. Oh, Brother Copeland, I just feel so bad about it. It doesn't make any difference how you feel about it. Do it by faith. Learn to be quick to repent, then stand up and laugh in the devil's face. I remember one time in particular when I was in that spot. I missed it something awful and I was supposed to go preach that night. I felt so guilty that I just told the Lord I wasn't going to do. I wasn't going to go. Lord, you just have to get another preacher yourself tonight because I'm not going over there to that service. Suddenly, the Spirit of God spoke inside of me. Did you confess that sin before me, Kenneth? Yes, I did, I said. Do you account the blood by which you sanctify as an unholy thing? In other words, do you disregard the blood as unholy, that you're sanctified by it? He goes, no, dear God, no, I answered. That's what you're standing there doing, he said. I gave you my word that when you confess your sins before me, I will not only forgive you of it, but I cleanse it and cast it into the sea of forgiveness. Now, it's not good taste for you to keep bringing it up. I'm telling you, I dropped the matter right there and then and marched into that service and preached for two and a half hours on the forgiveness of God. Don't let feelings of guilt and unworthiness rob you of the power of Jesus' blood. Repent and step out by faith from under the shadow of sin into the mighty light of God's forgiveness today. Amen. Reading scripture from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 34. Okay, chapter 1. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shined in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's only and one and only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance, we all have received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself, God, is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. The Testimony of John the Baptist. This was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and temple assistants from Jerusalem to ask John, Who are you? He came right out and said, I am not the Messiah. Well, then, who are you? they asked. Are you Elijah? No, he replied. Are you the prophet we are expecting? No. Then who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you have to say about yourself? John replied in the words of the prophet Isaiah, I am the voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way of the Lord's coming. Clear the way for the Lord's coming. Then the Pharisees who had sent him asked him, if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet, what right do you have to baptize? John told him, I baptize with water, but right here in the crowd is someone you do not recognize. Though his ministry follows mine, I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandal. This encounter took place in Bethany, an area east of the Jordan River, where John was baptized. Jesus, the Lamb of God. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He is the one I was talking about when I said, A man is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. I did not recognize Him as the Messiah, but I have been baptizing with water so that He might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove from heaven and resting upon Him. I didn't know He was the one, but when God sent me to baptize with water, He told me, This one on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest, Is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I saw this happen to Jesus so I testify that he is the chosen one of God. The following day John was again standing with his two of his disciples as Jesus walked by. John looked at him and declared, look there is the Lamb of God. When John's two disciples heard this they followed Jesus. Jesus looked around and saw them following. What do you want? He asked them. They replied, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see. He said, it was about four o'clock in the afternoon when they went with him to the place where he was staying and remained with him the rest of the day. Amen and amen. And that's the reading of God's words for today. May God bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Remember, Jesus is Lord, and with God, all things are possible. Amen. If you have a need, say, The supply for it is not here yet, but it will come. In Jesus' name, if we should have it, it will surely come. Amen. And remember, when you mess up, and the next day you feel you feel the love of God, you feel the consciousness, that consciousness is proof that you are forgiven. Is thank God, ask God, to repent. Thank God that you messed up. That's the only way you're gonna we're, we're going to stop playing God if we thank God we messed up. You understand? Thank Him that you messed up that you're a mess up and repent. This way we get out of the trying to do it on our own bootstraps. That's the problem. We can't keep our imagination keeps us in the hole. If we thank God for the problem, we will see it in a different light and God will reduce it to nothing. It'll take some time, but he will. He promises. I love you. God bless you. High five. Electronic hug. And give them heaven, family. Get out there and you know what to do. God bless you.